Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. The Jericho Network on Westwood One. There's only a couple guys in the whole world that make me love pro wrestling, and you're one of them. You know all the bad shit you've heard about us, it's all true, but another thing that's true is we love professional wrestling, and that's why we're here. I'm not sports entertainment anymore. Talk to him, kid. This is a new beginning, and it starts tonight. A new day is dawning for DX. So who you're talking to? With us today, we have got a big show and in studio guests. We're going to be breaking down the week's hottest pro wrestling headlines. And let me just tell you, Mr. Ron Funches is live yeah. in studio with us, sitting oh, yeah. right at the table. He's going to be commenting on our news stories. We're going to break down everything that he's been up to lately. My name is Christy Olson. Thanks for coming to join us on X-Pac 12360. Jimbo is on the couch. He's Hello, back everyone. from getting hitched. Welcome oh, back, honey. Congratulations. Jimbo got hey. married, Ron. Jimbo just got married last week. We got married last week. It was yeah. amazing. Sorry, you're off the market. Yes, <laughs> too bad. Mark's over there in the booth. Hey, Mark, what's up? Hey. And of course, you probably noticed the man sitting next to me because he's not usually the one and only Sean X Pac Waltman. Hello. Glad to be here. Yeah. Well, we you... got in last night. Time to go to the Rainbow Bar and Grill. <laughs> <laughs> Hang out, have, and then come here. Have a milkshake. The main thing was I was worried about was getting to the rainbow last night, though. I was at the rain. So, Christy, just to kind of break, <laughs> tell a little break story here. Let's just tell them. You know, every week they do their best to try to uh, get shit organized for the show, and you know, make plans and make sure everybody's here at the right time and on the same page. And they try to get a hold of me, and they can't get a hold of me. <laughs> you gotta so, pull those power moves. So I'm uh, I'm at the airport yesterday, and I, I sent out a tweet on my way back to LA. I should be at the Rainbow by ten. So I'm sitting at the Rainbow doing my thing and with my friends, and all of a sudden I look up, and there she is, dressed to the nines and shit, and I'm like. <laughs> She's, she fucking tracked me down, right? <laughs> now, I realize that that sounds a little bit obnoxious. It was great. However, I was just, you know, worried sick that we'd all be in different places today. It made me happy because yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. She you knows what's know how up. to get things done. Damn right. Yeah, I like it. You got that powerful voice. It's so strong. I mean, that's why I'm here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm here. Well, I'm glad that you're here, too, because you guys are buddies, right? We are. Yeah. We're buddies. We have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> we will entertain wrestling. him. We will that, I'm yeah. sure. Can we talk a little bit more about Jimbo's wedding? Because that was yeah. wrestling-themed, and it was pretty freaking cool. Uh, I tried. What do you mean, uh, 
I mean, like, I wouldn't say it was wrestling themed, but it definitely had some wrestling overtones. And uh, pretty sure I was sitting at the Kevin Owens table. Yeah. That's wrestling. So my fiance came up with the idea instead of having like table numbers to give like every table a wrestler. So then I was like, oh, that's really cool. And she's like, yeah. And then you could put your action figures on all the tables. So we had we sat at Daniel Bryan. You sat at Sami Zayn. Kevin, uh, Owens. Kevin Owens. Christian Rosenberg sat at Sami Zayn. We had Dusty. We had Bret Hart. We had Sting. We had a cool amount of wrestling tables, and then uh, after we actually said our I do's and kissed and whatnot, I had, like, the Wing Eagle title belt that I got nice. to carry around all night. Did you have a Cesaro section? I did. I had a Cesaro <laughs> table also. Nice. We amazing. did the yes chant yeah. as we walked back down the aisle. That's so, awesome. That's Jumbo, who sat at the X-Pac table? Ooh. There was no X-Pac table. That's what I fucking thought. <laughs> I, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it, dude. Come on. I didn't know if I should have an yeah, Xbox yeah, yeah, table yeah. and then invite <laughs> you to my wedding because it would have been weird that like you're sitting here, but <laughs> your action figure table's over here. People might have been like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" <laughs> but it was pretty cool to see like other people be like, "Well, what table are you at? Oh, you're at Bret Hart. Oh, you're at Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. What are you at? I'm at Dusty Rhodes. Oh, you're at Dusty Rhodes." And then like people that like were newer to wrestling, like, "Who's Sammy Zayn?" <laughs> <laughs> But Ron, Ron awesome. Jimbo found him a lady that puts up with his wrestling shit. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. why he had to lock it down. Damn I understand straight. that hundred percent. Yeah, I go out on dates. I throw it out there right away, and then if they, some of them are like, "Oh, really?" And then they think they're gonna get a second date. But guess what? You don't fucked up. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. how's dating these days, man? Especially, it's got to be tough. Like, I mean, you know, being a single dad. Ron's one of the greatest dads I've ever seen. By Aww. the way. You know, being a single dad, your, your son Malcolm, and, you know, trying to hold everything down and Yeah, it's date. a rough balance. You're um, a little bit undateable. <laughs> Ooh, I like what you did there. I'm just open. I'm open to things. I mean, I'm, I, I'm dating around some nice ladies and stuff. Nothing serious, really. Um, and I'm happy with how everything is going. I mean, I would love it to find, I would love that if I could find a lovely lady who just wanted to go to wrestling matches with me and also have fun sandwiches and let me buy her sneakers that would be yeah. but until then I'll be fine I'll just buy myself sneakers you should have went to the what is it the women of wrestling taping that they just did yeah that was you a couple weeks ago that might have been a prime opportunity to find a lady that loved wrestling oh, I would have been all about that I've been trying to get involved in that glow TV show like in any way possible oh that'd be but awesome I'm excited I went and read that. for I went and read uh, for a part on that but my agent sent me to read for a part uh, for a guy that I did not fit the description of whatsoever, Been there, but I still that. showed up. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, you guys, maybe you guys want to change this one hundred percent. And then I'm like, you know, we don't say this in wrestling, right? I'm, fucking, I'm just destroying their script, you know. They're like, get this fucking guy out of here. Well, because Chavo Guerrero Jr. is kind of organizing the wrestling training for all the actors. Awesome Kong is there. Allison Brie is starring. It sounds like it's going to be good. Yeah, Mark Maron is involved. It seems yeah. like a great project. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about what Sean was up to this weekend, because I know that, Ron, you're a gamer, right? Mm -hmm. And Sean had a chance to play the PlayStation VR. You were raving about it. I did. Well, I've never experienced virtual reality at all, ever. So that was my first time. I got I got to say I was my mind was blown. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's like a new toy. Yeah. (laughs) And it fucking it tricks your brain. Like, you think you're in this shit, like something's coming at you. It's not like a 3D movie. It's it's the 3D movie 
to the next level. Yeah. A whole other level. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I mean, like I said, uh, you were talking about the PSVR. You got to try, like, the Oculus Rift. Yeah, you were the, talking the, about the, that. The vibe, and those are even beyond. Like, I was, I went and tried some things out in, um, in Canada, in Toronto, and uh, they had this game where you get in an elevator and it takes you to the top floor and it opens you up and it's just like open sky and you have this plank you're supposed to walk out on and you know you like you know that you're just like in your house but like it terrifies you yeah. I'm like I don't want to step out you get out all there. unbalanced and yeah, shit yeah. yeah it's terrifying wow, and then there's VR pornography and that's oh, a what? what I was thinking about that while I was in while I was in the virtual reality I'm like oh I wonder what porn would be like on this <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it would be great I think, um, I think it'd be good empathy training yeah. for some dudes as well to force them to be ladies and have dudes come on to them and you'd be yeah. like girl and you're like oh, oh I, I like get that it idea. now I mean yeah. the, the possibilities are endless with the things you can do with this technology not just video games but like shit like, like you know therapeutic med- medical things. procedures all kinds like of things so much stuff yeah I just hosted a, a VR award show called the Proto Awards and it was awesome to hear them talk about it and hear them talk about how they didn't want it to be a thing about just about shooting robots and treating people how to shoot but uh, treating people how to uh, putting them in situations they otherwise wouldn't be able sure. to be in and I think that's that's awesome you know to get people like I've seen video of people who go on space trips who've always you know wanted to be astronauts and it like it affects them to their core they start crying and things like that I think it's, yeah. and I know for me myself like my son you know is you know he has autism and he, he also he really is into race cars I know he wants to be a race car driver and I was like and he was talking about getting it and at first I was like that's so much money but then I was like oh man this would be a great way to teach him like if he wants to drive and things like yeah. that this is a great way to get him like a racing wheel and put him in a VR headset and give him a safe space to learn and practice and I think it would be great for him wow that's awesome yeah. that's such cool a, such a crazy like think about when like we were younger watching movies that had VR in them and we're like that's so cool and it'd be like the thing you stood in with the giant helmet on and like the gloves and everything and now it's like no I could do this in my living room I just put I like that movie on. Disclosure with Michael Douglas. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Yeah, well... And, and yeah, you pulled out a deep cut. No shit, man. <laughs> Fuck, don't you hate that when you bring up something and you think I everybody's going to get it? I watch a lot of movies, but... And then I they go, oh, no, I think one. I missed that one. <laughs> All right, well, but let's there's just... One one guy, there's one guy, there's one guy who lies, like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody at home right now going, oh, yeah, I love that fucking movie. <laughs> you your best friends now. Fuck you guys for not knowing what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, uh, on that note, let's remind our fans that we are available on YouTube and iTunes. Please rate, comment, and subscribe. We'd love to know what you think about the show. And there are five stars possible, just FYI. If oh, we, yes, okay, that's melter, right. Um, it's just, just a suggestion. Just a suggestion. And uh, if we use a podcast app and you cannot find us on it, please help us submit to that app. Copy our RSS feed. It's available in the description box and contact the app support email. It's easy to find. If you can't find it, tweet me at Christy Reports and I'll help you out. We want to be available to all of you. Thank you in advance. And, you know, yeah, that, thank you that very was much. my... Uh... That was my She's really break. good at this shit. Yeah, solid pitch. Yeah, yeah imagine real. if I had to do all that too. I know. Ugh, me either. Uh. It just sounds phony coming from me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ron, I want to hear what you have to say about some of the week's hottest news headlines. Okay. So let's go ahead and break down the X-Pac 1-2-C... Th- 
It was all the compliments. Now I can't do Try it anymore. Again. And we're not doing take two. This is live. Xbox uh, 12360 News of the Week. <laughs> there we go. 12360 Wrestling News. Yeah. We got fancy up in here. And we are rolling out with a big story out of Japan. Matt Seidel arrived at the Kansai International Airport with 2.12 grams of liquid marijuana, and he was very promptly arrested. The 33-year-old American pro wrestler was um, carrying tubes for an e-cigarette inside a backpack during a routine uh, inspection. And, of course, you guys may know him as Evan Bourne from his time in WWE. He was there in Japan to participate in the New Japan pro wrestling event that was going down in Kobe. And, of course, liquid marijuana is super rare in Japan. So um, they didn't quite know what to do with that. But they, like I said, arrested him. He was prosecuted on October 13th, and he was doing some tweeting afterward, but there are reports that he is actually in jail there now. And his profile has been removed from the New Japan Pro website. One of the worst places you could possibly end up in jail, too. I mean, I was telling you earlier about, you know, how they... how how you have to be in jail. And I've never been in there, but I'm just going by what I've heard from other wrestlers. Oh God. What is it like in jail there? I mean, it's you, they just, they're very strict and, and you, you just sit there Uh, from, from, from the description I got, you just sit there in this little tiny little fucking cell and you have to sit in a certain position just like all day long. And, uh, it's everybody I know that's been in there. Never, but never the same mentally when they come out of there. Wow. Really? No. No. And, I mean, I've been to jail a bunch of times, but I've never been subject to that. And I've even been in solitary confinement for a couple weeks. And, I mean, nothing compares to what I hear about over there. And um, it brings me back to a story, excuse me, Uh, when Jerry Lynn and I used to uh, go to Japan when we first started uh, going over there, um... One time we were coming into Narita Airport in Tokyo and going through customs just like Matt did. And Jerry had a, you remember those Vicks inhalers that you stick up your nose? Mm-hmm. Oh, he yeah, had it one looks of like those. chapstick, but it's, it's like really Vicks yeah, yeah. rub. Yeah. yeah, and it's just, you know, the active ingredient is pseudoephedrine. And they made him sign a fucking confession letter and this long apology letter just over having that, you know. That's crazy. Without, no, and, oof. I and in 2002 I went over there and I don't if I would have gotten caught my ass would probably still be in jail. I brought <laughs> meth, coke, weed, all kinds of shit over there with me. Yeah, one time it was really stupid. It what was probably like the stupidest fucking. Th- I I'm not going to tell you where <laughs> I <I've done> that. <laughs> Whatever it was, worked afterwards. <laughs> terrifying though. Oh, and I God. feel so bad for him I mean I know it's a lot of weed. people will be Everybody. like yeah you're like you know the rules and don't do that but yes. I mean it's a guy who like travels all the time I know it's, yeah, at some point you're just like I'm gonna live my life and do what I wanna do yeah. and like I'm just gonna just go around and be discreet and, and like I travel with like you know with uh, marijuana liquid marijuana um, little vape pens all the time um, and luckily here in the states it hasn't been an issue but you know it's just that was that's terrifying to me. It is, man. Yeah. It is, and I, you know, honestly, 
you know, a country has their, their laws and rules, and they have the right to their laws and rules, um, and and that, and, and I, you know, and like you, Ron, like, I travel, you know, I'm not going to say exactly when and where I travel with it, but, <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, okay, I think people get the, you know, get the point I'm trying to make, but uh, um, I just, to me, my, my health I think about my mental and physical health, and I just think it's, you know, you take that risk. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. And and then you know, hey, come on, it's it's cannabis, and it's for fucking medical reasons. Yeah. So well, not I even d- that. We're just like, I'm a grown adult, and this this is my thing, and it's better than me too. having to go into a new town and go try to meet some stranger and, and try to score off of them. Like instead, of, like I have my things, and I'm fine. And I mean, they, they're giving you as much alcohol as you want on the plane so like i don't really um i've never understood the issue with that but you know i just uh hope he gets through it uh, quickly and 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 gets to come back home because i mean i'd love to see him wrestle here he's a cool guy and a great wrestler great is there like no weed available in japan yeah it's available everything's available there everything's available (laughs) pretty much everywhere you know um it's just you know, it's the the consequences are are heavier over there. It, uh, I don't get it, but you know, like I said, it's their country; they can run it how they want. I just maybe you know, knowing that maybe I just won't go to countries that are that you know hostile towards cannabis. I know mm-hmm. I wanted to go to Japan because I, I want to go. I want to go because I would love to go to Wrestle Kingdom. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, I asked my son about going, but he didn't want to go. He said yeah. it was too weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but now I'm like, oh, I'm because I would hate to go. I mean, you know, I just want to go and be myself. I'd hate sure. to be like fiending and you know. And 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 you know I. We're talking about two vials, without a doubt, personal use. Definitely. Not a fucking case of preloaded cartridges that he's going to try to sell and make a profit off of once right. he gets there. Yeah. You know? I mean, come on. You know, that's my that's my defense for a lot of shit. Come on. <laughs> come on come on sense, guys. Oh, on well, that note yeah. you guys may have heard that we were going to have Jesse Ventura on the show this week to talk about his book The Marijuana Manifesto and he will be appearing with us next week we had a little a little reschedule so look out for that going down next week and let's move on to our next news story One, two, three. boom we got Former WWE star Mickey James returning to NXT for a one-off match against Asuka. Now, this is going down at TakeOver Toronto for the women's title. This will be James' first appearance back in the WWE ring since she was released in April of 2010. After that, she worked primarily in TNA. She held the Knockouts Championship three different times and also was a guest trainer at the Performance Center. And, you know, she also recorded those two country albums which was one little thing that i hadn't remembered about I, her <laughs> i never heard the country albums but i'm a mickey james fan oh I, yeah i mean that is a sexy match just yeah. looking at the at the promo that is Hell a beautiful yeah. match i'm not i'm for it <laughs> i was a big fan of hers just from the get-go when when they introduced her into the the angle with tristratus where she was kind of like the crazy stalker yeah 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 remember when she did the crotch claw on her at yeah. wrestlemania yeah. that's one of the greatest it's things hot. i've ever seen it's a pretty oh, hot man. thing yeah she reminded yeah. me and this might 
might be referencing, but, but she was like the Myra Monkhouse to Laura in Family Matters. And I know, again, that's a, <laughs> yes, that Myra. Was, that oh, was rest a, in peace, Myra. Talk about a pulse. That was almost <laughs> as obscure you. as the uh, disclosure I know, but movies. it got a good chuckle, so <laughs> I threw it up and it went in. <laughs> Did her and well, Steve ever get together? No, oh, and that's why he was an idiot, because <laughs> she was so hot. I love Myra Monkhouse. She was one of my first crushes. Oh, fuck. Well, he knew about he knew the reference. Yeah, obviously. dude. Mm-hmm. Of course. Shit. Family matters. I feel left out. Well, the, uh, well the, <laughs> un- unobscure reference you made of Trish Stratish actually has a part in this story. There were reportedly loose plans to bring Trish Stratus back for some kind of return. And now that she is expecting her second child, they went oh, with no, Mickey no. James. Oh, congratulations, oh, yeah. Trish. Yeah. Right, Trish. Yeah, I'm a huge Trish I guess Trish that, that would have been awesome to see Trish versus Oscar in mm. Toronto. I'm not complaining about Nicky James. No, no. Nuts. That would have been Because, like, she's from Canada. Yeah, yeah. They would have went apeshit. And, now, and Mickey's married to uh, to Magnus. Yeah. yeah. Nick well, Aldis. Nick Aldis. Yeah. He's like... You know, I was hoping that he would get a shot, you know, in, the, in WWE at some point. Man, he's yeah. got a lot to offer. I would think so. I mean, especially, I mean, it'd be fun to just bring him in as this savvy British brute. Like, yeah. You know, that's yeah. a good character. And I think a lot of people could get behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I brought that up to Christy with, like, her coming to NXT. Maybe she'll bring him along with her. And, you know, he's got a great look. And I'm surprised, like you said, like. WWE never had the eyes to be like, oh man, we could do a lot with him. Especially with like Finn being hurt now. They have like a similar look. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be easy to be like, oh, well, look at this guy. Mm-hmm. So, Moving on to some former NXT ladies. You may have heard that Charlotte and Sasha Banks will be making history having the first ever women's hell in a cell match at the upcoming pay-per-view. And if you check out Mick Foley's Facebook, he's been flip-flopping a little bit as to whether this would be the main event. To announce the match, he posted a photo of he and Stephanie McMahon looking at the poster of Hell in a Cell, which does feature Sasha and Charlotte, and said, oh, um, let's see, what did he say? I just checked out the poster. Sasha Banks and Charlotte are in a main of event. That's exactly what he said. And then he went back a couple days later after everyone got all up in arms about it and edited his post to add, I have no idea which match will go on last or which match will go down in history as being the official main event. He cited the champion, the Universal Championship match between Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and said that one's shaping up to be something special and that the main event is whatever each fan decides it is. Mm-hmm. Is that is that, that crap? Yeah, that makes sense. That's how that's how booking a car goes. You, you just, we, the first this match is the main event if I want it to That's be. Right. I, I try to help people like sometimes. Because, you know, some people, back when I was in WCW, WWF, it wasn't this way because nobody was a mark for that kind of shit. But in WCW, like if you had, if somebody's was on like later on in the card and they got moved down like to earlier in the night, they got pissed. Like, well, they moved us down on the card. I'm like, we're getting the same fucking pay. <laughs> and a fresher crowd. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, that's like doing a set. And yes. You're like, no, I don't want, yeah, I don't need to headline. I'll go second. Let's get out of fuck. here. Yeah. I'm going first. I'm still the main event. Fuck off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they've but, been not, I mean, like with the Miz and, and Dolph, you know, that that was clearly the main event for, for the last pay-per-view. Sure. And they, they didn't do that. But, you know, it's not... You know, they just do what they. It's all pull. We all know what it is. It's all yep. political stuff, and the guys who just go out there and do the best matches, the ones that we talk about later. So yeah, what about? I, you know, I heard I've heard some people talk about Charlotte 
versus Sasha and, and not wanting to see women in the Hell in the Cell match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot of that kind of yeah, chatter. Yeah, I have her. And, and really, I never really thought about it. I'll be honest with you. I just, you know, I used to, like, not want to see women fighting in UFC or just mm-hmm. women fighting at all, like, mm-hmm. or even, well, even wrestling a, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of the time. But like, it's just, it's different now. I think, I mean, I have a, a, a different viewpoint on that and the fact that I do want to see it and because it's unique. Yeah. Because it to me, like seeing and it's the same thing with UFC. Like I I usually only watch the women fight because like two dudes fighting, I can see that on any Friday <laughs> sure. night at a bar. Yeah. Like two ladies fighting, that's rare to me. Why didn't they just talk it <laughs> out? Sure. So But I had this thing, it was like a mental thing and just about ladies. You know, being ladylike and fun. Mm-hmm. Imagine that kind of shit coming out of my mouth. Well, yeah, no, it's well, so Everybody has that, and it's fun to learn that about yourself, yeah. right? And you, and you got to go, oh, wait, I got to make an adjustment yeah. and just let them do what they want to do. Right. It's great to have these ladies who grew up watching Mick Foley and, and Undertaker, and then they were like, well, I don't want to, like, be next. I don't want to be married to the guy who did that. I want to do that, that's and right. that's awesome. So, like, I would love to see them doing hell and, on the cell. And as long as they're into it and they want to do it, and they're not being pressured into doing yeah. hell in the cell, I'm all for it. Because what are we really? What are, what is the question? Is that they might get hurt? Like that could happen to any wrestler Anybody, at any yeah. time. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Like, they're trained. They should go and do it. It's like you know, Shane McMahon jumps off the top of the cage. You know, he's you know. Sure. Let them go do it. Yeah, you think Charlotte's going to moonsault off the cell? Uh, Fingers crossed. That's the only way it'll be good is if they can really beat that hell out of each other. Yeah. (laughs) I want to see some color. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I want to see Charlotte like her dad. Oh, yeah. Full of just red. I just want to see that. To me, I'll be like, this will be like one of the best things ever. Yes. Moving on to one WWE superstar who will not be getting in the ring anytime soon. Miss Paige. Now, again, I do not mean for this segment to be the Paige and Del Rio soap opera of the week, but there's just so much crazy stuff going on with them. So you may have heard that Paige proposed to Del Rio this past weekend in the ring at an ADR event, despite him being in the midst of a bitter divorce battle with his current wife, Angela, whose lawyer says, you know, Paige should really watch carefully how Alberto is denying and treating his current wife and the mother of his children in the divorce. History repeats itself. But she decided to pop the question. He said, see... And (laughs) apparently her family is not too excited about it. Her dad posted a statement on Facebook saying, I am totally against my daughter marrying that man. And this all appears has evidence of being a work, not a work at all. This is not a work. I repeat, this is not a work. This is going down. And today, the latest update, Paige tweeted a picture from surgery. There have been reports that she's been dealing with a neck injury. There have also been reports that WWE doesn't believe it's serious. But however, she did understand go surgery today del rio was with her she tweeted out a photo of the two of them holding hands and in who knows what the heck we will be saying they 
are up to next week. Man, I think the WWE should they, they need they should have kept Alberto, and then this should be like the Total Divas show. Yeah, <laughs> this is entertaining. I don't care about watching dog, like John Cena get bit by Nikki's dog. You know, <laughs> I love that you know that that happened. I see that. I, see, I keep up. <laughs> I want to know about this train wreck. I mean, she needs to know. First of all, she's proposing. Number one red flag. Number two, he's already married. Second red flag. Number three, that's a half-empty house. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good provider for you, girl. Oh man, get oh, your shit. life right, Paige. Well, I We're know looking a at a photo from the event. I know a thing or two about um, getting engaged while you're still married, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it usually works out well. You gotta get through your whole thing first and then restart. That's I never ended up getting divorced from the first one. <laughs> I would love, I was I com- I completed I fully completed my marriage hundred percent got it done. Uh, so I I feel good. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, let's talk about some shakeups going down at in the UFC realm. Are you a UFC fan, Ron? No, I like my fighting to be like their buddies, and they're not really like it, like I like to know that it's not like they're really breaking each other's faces. I, I, I and I think too, pro wrestling people talk about it being fake, but like to me, the fact that we're not actually trying to kill each other is yeah. its most redeeming quality. Yeah, I'm more about the show than yeah. like needing to know which guy could actually. Toughest. Yeah, Who I don't gives care. a fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy that has the worst match. That's the guy. <laughs> yeah, right? The sloppiest freaking match. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm guessing 60 to 80 of their former employees will not be watching the show anymore either, as they are letting people go from their current jobs from the Las Vegas office, their headquarters in Asia, Brazil, Latin America, and Canada. This is, of course, the fallout from the big sale earlier this year as it was purchased by WME IMG. For $4 billion. And just another little update on our story from last (laughs) week about Josh Saman. Toxicology reports are complete, and although they say that because he was in the hospital for several days before passing, he was in a coma, that there was no specimen to test, but they have determined that he likely died of a probable drug overdose. The man who was found with him dead at the scene had heroin, cocaine, and ethanol in his toxicology Mm. reports. Sorry for bringing it down. Yeah, it's a bit of a buzzkiller. Thanks, Christy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, you really ordered these. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, his family has started a foundation that we we talked about about last week, and we posted that link on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash xpop12360show, if you would like to donate. How do we turn that into something funny? Because Ron's here. We don't have to. No, no, <laughs> we can just we can just Fuck. mourn. That one sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so well, we do we do want to talk to Ron about what he's been up to yeah. and Ooh, all that nice good segue. stuff. Yes, we are going to do a formal interview with this man. Well, not not formal. Let's be real. That's I'm not what we do around here. But we are going to do a proper interview and catch up with him. That was your X Pac one two three sixty news of the week. I'm Christy Olson, your AfterBuzz TV pro wrestling managing editor and chief correspondent of our news division, and we will be right back with our Ron Funches interview. Stay tuned. 
What's up, party people? Roxy Stryer here from The Tomorrow Show with Kevin Undergaro. We're your twice-weekly broadcast of one man's midlife crisis and the mad millennials in Star Trek uniforms that follow him. And I'm one of those millennials, Lauren Legrasso here. We've had some amazing guests like Russell Simmons, Ileana Douglas, and Craig Gass. Coolio, right? Christian Blatt in the house to tell you to go to thetomorrowshow.com to check us out. We're live every Monday and Thursday from 10 to midnight Eastern. That's thetomorrowshow.com. Be there, be square, whatever that means. And now, comedian, actor, writer, and wrestling fan, of course, you know him as Shelly from NBC's Undateable and the champion of Comedy Central's At Midnight. They say he sounds the way fresh chocolate chip cookies taste. Please re-welcome... Ron Funches. Hi guys, I'm still here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for continuing to hang out with us, Ron. We thought you would do a costume change, man. Maybe come out with that pink robe on with the boas and the (laughs) belt, man. Oh, that thing stinks now. That robe. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I thought you meant Uh, the the belt. (laughs) No, the belt is hanging up in my house uh, at a put it away because every time I took it out and brought it on like the on that midnight I would lose. So I was like, Oh really? Like I'm being braggadocious. So I'm like, I'm gonna put it away. Are you superstitious like that? A little bit. A little bit. Just mostly that it would seem to be true. (laughs) It's like the it's like a jinx. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it really felt like, yeah, of course I should lose if I'm coming out here and be like, look at me. Ah I'm I'm really healing it up, you know? Well, you conquered that, and I know the next big project you have rolling out is the Trolls movie. Yeah. You play the voice of, is it Cooper? I play Cooper. He is a troll. He's also a giraffe. I didn't know if you know that trolls had animals, but so he's like super special. There he is. There he is, and he's great. He's a member of the Snack Pack. Uh, It's a fun little movie. Comes out November 4th. Stars uh, Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick. Uh, There's a fun soundtrack out now that I'm in, and where I have a song with Justin Timberlake and Gwen Stefani and I really just wanted to say that oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't that's insane Ron I know I'd want to say that too (laughs) like why (laughs) I know when they do those things though you don't usually get to see the person at all ever right did you Uh, were you in the studio with them or when you're doing the voices and stuff, yeah, I usually just worked with with the producers, and they were really fun and really fun to work with. But for the music stuff, um, I went to Justin Timberlake's studio, and he had to teach me, because I don't sing, so he had to teach me how to hit some notes, and oh it was God. really fun. It was a fun experience. I learned a lot. He's very passionate about uh, about music, and I was like, oh, man, I get what ladies see in you. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Was he a good kisser? I use them. <laughs> I'll never tell Sean. <laughs> was Jessica or the family around at all? I didn't see any of the family. It was just like in the studio. It was just me and um, uh, the actor. I don't remember his real name. Current. Oh, oh, Christopher Mintz, who played McLovin on. Uh, oh yeah. And then um, just just Justin, and we were all taking turns doing different things that we were doing for for the soundtrack and. Uh, it was just awesome. It was like a you know I got to listen to some of the songs in his studio with these great speakers, and you're just like everything sounds awesome with this. It's great. It was a real, real weird experience, and he smells like money. It's wonderful. <laughs> Imagine that. 
Not surprising at all. No, it smells great. Was Did... that your first voiceover work that you've done? No, I've done a few things. I've been in um, Bob's Burgers. I've been in um, Love Bob's a couple of episodes of Adventure Time. Um, I've done uh, uh, I do a, a series called Home for Netflix where I play a sassy space alien princess named Sharzad and that's real fun um, so I mean I think you know as you can tell I have a, a, a weird voice for a, a larger black man uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know what people used to kind of make fun of me for I kind of now you know is an asset for me and helps me make money so I love it Speaking of larger black men, you're not so large anymore, I know, Ron. That's a joke that doesn't really hit anymore. Every time <laughs> I, every time I see you, man, you're getting littler and littler. Well, you know, <laughs> just working on the health, trying to get in the ring, you know, before it's too late, yeah. trying to get that late in life DDP push. <laughs> are, you doing, are, hey, are you doing some DDP yoga? Uh, not yet. I've looked into it. I would be interested. In, uh, I like yoga in general. I've just been mostly uh, either doing some basketball or, or hitting the treadmill or working with my trainer, lifting weights, hitting the one-arm rows, doing whatever is necessary, working those ropes, just doing whatever sure. I got to do. It's but a, the main thing is the di- is the diet, the nutrition, because yeah, you yeah. cannot out-train a bad yeah, diet. Yeah, that's what I retweeted you as tweeting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because <laughs> that was true advice. Yeah, that's what I've been learning is to really just take care of my health and learn, uh, you know, because it's usually just you being like, Oh, I want. I just want to eat candy because I'm sad, or like because I'm bored, and then you feel sick, and it's, now I'm like, oh, I don't, I just, it's not worth feeling sick, and I'll get through this craving, and um, I just want to eat healthy and be a good example for my son, and uh, take advantage of the blessings that I've received already, and and push my gifts to the furthest extent, and mostly just not really be trapped by what people's view of me could be. You know, I don't want to be like they're like, oh, you're the funny fat guy, or you're the like non-threatening guy. I want them to know I could sleep with your girlfriend. That's right. They need to know that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Well, you must meet lots of ladies on the road. You do a lot of uh, touring touring with the stand-up comedy? Because we see you on Conan. We know you you do the big shows in LA. You traveling a lot? Uh, I'm traveling a little bit. I'm doing this college, these college gigs to help uh, called Jokes for Votes. Ooh, they'll like me pushing this. Uh, with the funnier dive, just getting people to register to vote ahead of the election. So I'm doing a bunch of college gigs around uh, California and doing some shows in Charlotte. But mostly I'm just getting ready to shoot this new NBC show, uh, Powerless. Powerless, which is, yeah. yeah. The DC comic book's first sitcom and it has uh, Vanessa Hudgens and uh, Danny Pudi and uh, Alan Tudyk and myself. And um, it's going to come out in February, I believe. And so we're just getting ready to shoot that. So I'll probably just be home and, uh, you know, working on my set, trying to get new material. Oh, well, let's talk a little bit more about Powerless. Can okay. you tell us about your yeah. character? Or um, I mean, it's changed up a little bit, so I don't know a lot. But I can tell you what I know. I don't care. I don't care about <laughs> secrets. Um, <laughs> I know that we're basically, we're kind of, I work at like the lowest division of Wayne Corp. And um, I'm kind of like the guy who, who helps make gadgets and stuff. But I'm not that great at it. I'm still learning my way around mm-hmm. these things. But I'm smart. I'm You know, I'm doing it. But, uh, you know, it's not working out well for me yet and um, it's just I think it's going to be a really funny show I like I like the cast a lot I like the premise a lot of uh, 
people who don't have superpowers living in the superpowered world and having to deal with all the cleanup and uh, the aftermath and stuff like that. And I uh, hope it's going to be good. I think it, I don't know. I was going to say I think it will, but like we haven't started yet and I don't want to lie. But it could be good. <laughs> you mean you don't want to hide something? I don't want to, you know, I mean, I will in a time, if, if, we, if this was a, like a press junket, I would, yeah. Sean, but it's just me and you. So I'm on, and, and also you, not just me and you, and you. <laughs> yeah, we were talking earlier about hype and stuff that isn't even made yet, isn't even done being made yet. Yeah, man, it's just learning all, all entertainment is, is, is wrestling, and you just, you just, promote and you and you put out this uh thing and hopefully you don't want to be too far away from the truth but if yeah. it, it can be a couple of degrees away and you just work and hopefully you meet that up and you get some money like yeah, some money yeah that's really all it's about <laughs> <laughs> all of it the only segue I can come up with now is, so you're making good money now? Yeah! How are you doing, Ron? I'm doing okay, you know? <laughs> that's I'm only working mildly my tacky. way up. I'm building a computer, so that's good <laughs> to get my virtual reality going. Uh, and then just trying to, hopefully, I'll be do some, doing some house shopping pretty soon. Uh, but right Ooh. now, it's just me and my, my, my little goose in our two-bedroom apartment, and we're just not worried about bills being paid. And that's, that's good enough. Everything else is icing. But I would like, I know he wants a, a, I know he wants a hot tub and a pool, oh. a little house, and he wants an Ashton Martin when he turns sixteen. So if I can get him those things, I will feel great. Oh, Malcolm's not even sixteen yet. No, he's thirteen. He's a big kid. Yeah, I know he's like Holy a linebacker, shit. right? <laughs> he's a man. Oh my he's god, a tough dude. <laughs> what does he think of all your TV and movie stuff? Um, he, he, he's like any kid where he's like, his dad's a dork, you know, like he, he doesn't, he's not like, oh, so cool. But, you know, we've always had a great relationship. He's always been like, he's been my best friend uh, since I met him and hopefully I will continue to be his, but who knows? He can meet somebody better than me. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you tell me that he called you Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of that where he gets mad at me for telling him to do things and then I'm Darth Vader and he's Luke Skywalker and he did cut me off. Up and chop him off my hand. <laughs> or I guess I chop off his hand. Whose hands gets chopped off? I don't remember. Luke's. Luke's gets. Luke. So I had to chop off my son's hand. <laughs> hey, it sounds like it was his idea. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, so we're going through a little bit of that, little discipline things. But overall, he's uh, he's like, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better kid, especially you know, just being a single dad and having him full time. It's to have him be so like easygoing and cool with me traveling. And, uh, how does that work, Ron? How does that work? Like, I'm trying to figure out how you juggle everything. Being a single father, being a part of Malcolm's life like that, uh, you know, constantly, and you know, fit and work in. And I mean, it takes a lot of help and a lot of balance and a lot and, and and just real sacrifice. You know, like I said, I don't I don't really. I mean, I I date a little bit, but it's like it's it's a little difficult because I don't have time and let and that that's how my dates usually go. I'll date a lady for one or two dates, and then if I can tell that it, even if I can just tell that it would be like a thing that we would do for six months, I'm like, no, yeah. like I don't I don't have time for this. Like I got you're taking time and effort away from me. I could either be on stage or hanging out with my son. Yeah. So you have to be worth 
hanging out with. You can't be like half assing it. And um, I have a lot of help. I have a nanny that's great. And then we have a good routine where I know I kind of have to like, I can only go out like Thursday, Friday, Saturday and be home Sunday or so that I can get him ready for school Monday. Or right. if I'm not, uh, he, he gets mad. And sometimes, you know, the, the check, you know, the offer has been good enough to where I've done that. But, I'm, you know, every time I've been like, oh, this wasn't a great idea, sure. you know. So I've usually come to be like, this is the rule. And my manager and everybody, I mean, that's the best part is that I have people who who support me in my whole life. Not just in the fact of me making them making money. Making money, yeah. correct. Yeah. They're about me. Because uh, a lot of them, I mean, if if it was like that, they would have been like, "Why, why lose the weight? Like this that's is right. working for you. This fat guy, sweet fat guy thing is your character, and that's what you're going to be." And like none of none of my people have ever like they're like, "Do whatever you want to do. Whatever so you want to do." What's you important. haven't had anybody tell you, "Hey, man." Maybe you should pack on a little bit more weight again. You're ruining your gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> I have, you know, some people, but it's always like outsiders who sure. don't like, who don't get it, who are just and like they don't have to live in your body. Either. Exactly. And I was just like, well, I'm I'm doing fine. And 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 as far as like, I mean, if we're gonna talk about it, gimmick wise, it's like. I was just like, oh, I'm starting to see some people copy that gimmick, and yeah. so I want I want to change it up a little bit. And so it was like, there's no, there's literally no negatives. I'm feeling Not better health wise. I feel like I'm getting the the lower my weight get. I feel the more my wallet is getting heavier, and that's <laughs> great. And also, I'm getting more sex. So there's no negatives. There's all positive. And is it giving you new material to work with? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and in a new way. So I mean, I've never been a, a guy who was like look at me i'm the fat comedian or anything right. like that but it is fun to kind of see how um the, just changing a little weight can change people's perspective of me and the way that i've noticed it and i'm like you know i'm still the same person and and just noticing that some of my friends like really were like oh cool and then some people were like you know like ah, you know just like well what did you see when you saw yeah. me you know i've always been cool i've always been charming i've always been a sweet dude and so like now i just you know can lift more weights and have sex for longer that's great <laughs> How does that work out in your two-bedroom apartment with your son there, too? I mean, he's usually asleep. He's usually asleep. And um, some ladies are a little apprehensive at first. But then my, my bed is, like, massages and stuff. So, like, they they they, they get used to it. <laughs> is your bed well, the wrestling ring really bed? Well right now. No, I wish I got to keep that bed. I had that for a while. That, that was just at the undateable uh, uh, dressing room. They. They got that from me from at midnight. Uh, is, was is that something they had to make special, or was that something they could buy? Um, I think you. Uh, no, I think you just make it. I think there's like um, there's like guides on the internet though for you to make it. But uh, the admin, when I was doing at midnight for a week straight, uh, we were doing like this bit where I was living there, so they made a little bedroom mm-hmm. for me. And then um, on Undateable, they just were like, "Let's just take it and move it into his dressing room." So I would just <laughs> lay in there, stone playing video games, and then they'd be like, "Come to this table, read," and I'd be like, "My life is the best." <laughs> yeah, it doesn't suck. Sure. Ron, how long have you been a wrestling fan, man? It seems like you must have been since since you came down to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say probably you know when I started watching television or being conscious of things, like you know five years old, six years old. Um, I grew up in a house of all all pretty much all ladies raised by my mom and my aunt, and had my sister and her her my aunt's daughter. Uh, 
And so I didn't really have a lot of... It was like whatever they wanted to watch, whatever they were doing, you know. So I didn't have a lot of testosterone. But I had my uncle would always... Uh, he was a wrestling fan, so he'd take me to the Rosemont Horizon, and we'd go the see. The greatest wrestling building on the face of the earth, yeah, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I, yeah, I mean, it really affected me, because uh, I, I mean, I, I just remember just the atmosphere of it, and seeing um, Hulk Hogan taking on the earthquake and stretcher matches, and just really, uh, just being like, this is a thing I love, and I can yell at things, and it was really <laughs> simple, and... Um, I just and then as I got older and started learning about work rate and learning about uh, the art of it and seeing people um, it, um, just really be entertaining like people like Eddie Guerrero really where I was just like oh this is like an overall performance. When did you start wanting to know more? You know than what than you know than what were presented on television. When did you want to like start? Finding out what's going on uh, inside the business. Probably when I was like a grabby little teenager, yeah. you know, just get because I was around, just hanging out on the internet, you know, still wasn't going on much dates then. So it was just like, let me get online and look up dirt sheets. And it's probably around the like the real rise of ECW and things like that. And so everything was kind of more internet related. Before, most of my wrestling knowledge was come from going to like a Hollywood video, a blockbuster video, and they'd have these. They'd have, like, three different wrestling tapes, each one copy, so you had to be yeah. lucky to go get it. And, I, you know, so I ended up watching, like, these old Starcades or, like, um, Halloween Havocs and just really learning about, like, you know, Ric Flair and Harley Race and things like that and just seeing the history of wrestling. And I was just like, this is... It was what I like, and I, mean, I love the history of it. I love how deep it goes back. It's just something where you're, like... It's always been around, so to me, and it, to me, it's like a strong indicator of people's intelligence. That's what I'm saying. Like when I go on dates and I'll ask them if they, I'll tell them, I'm like, oh, look, if you're gonna hang out with me, we're gonna end up at some wrestling events, and yeah. so you should know that. And either, I mean, the answers I'm looking for are either like, hell yeah, I'm already like I got Kevin Owens shirt, or like. <laughs> Cool, that sounds fun, but if they're just like, ugh, why would you like that? I'm just like, okay. You mean that fake stuff? Yeah, it's like, oh, you're stupid. Like, you're a stupid person that doesn't, you can't even get the fact that this is a show and you you know that shows exist. So it's like, to me, like, all I need to know is like, if you are either for it or you're open to it, I'm like, oh, you're at least, you're open, you're intelligent, you're good with passions because maybe you like something that, like, that other people consider stupid. That that's all it is. I mean, I do stand up comedy. It's like I write fucking dumb jokes and go practice them until people like them. That's the nerdiest dumb thing in the world. So to like, how would I ever put down like wrestling? You know, to me, it's like the same thing. It's like we just bust our asses and get uh, shit on for a long time to go do something that other people don't understand why we have to go do it. You know, that's what I love about it. You mentioned Halloween Havoc there, and I know if you pre-ordered 2K17, you could play Halloween Havoc. That we have a little video of your uh-huh. uh, of Ron, your foray into Negro 2K17. Uh, we do not. Oh, oh we know. Nope. You posted on Twitter. I did. A video me taking on Finn. Me taking mm-hmm. down Finn Balor. Yeah, he doing really a nasty overbomb onto the steps. Yeah, he oh, ate it this vicious. morning. <laughs> 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 you put. 
You you go live like on on PlayStation Network? Yeah, I do. Like I see you always going live on there, right? Yeah, Yeah. I like doing Twitch. I like you know anything where I can talk directly to people who like me and stuff because like you know I'm just a big nerd. So like if uh, other nerds are into what I'm doing, then then I want to talk to them and hang out. And so if I can hang out and just play video games, which I would do anyway, I might as well like you know stream it and and talk to people. But like so. I know you're a big fan of, like, the independent stuff. Mm-hmm. Big fan. I, I, like, whenever uh, PWG, like, the the yearly thing, BOLA, mm-hmm. Battle of Los Angeles, like, you're, like, everybody, not just you, but, like, other people I know, like, Max Landis, different There's people. There's so many people. So there. many yeah, people like are the into the that. Like, the, uh, and they What's... won't even let you, like, it, it doesn't, like... They have so many seats, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. And they They're, don't want to move to a new building. Right. They're perfectly happy where they are. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a great atmosphere. It's a beautiful show. It's a wonderful experience. I was like, when I tell people who haven't been or who know comedy, there's a show. I mean, it's actually ending on Wednesday, so it's uh, uh, weird to bring up. But um, it's called The Meltdown here in L.A., and it's like the best uh, comedy show Probably in the world, I'll say. Wow. It's just a fun show where you can see a great... It's like a ravenous crowd of people stuffed into this comic book shop where they shouldn't... Like, they should move to a different venue. Is that venue. Nerd Melt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so it's on Wednesday nights, and you'd see... Um, and it's hosted by Camille Nanjiani from Silicon Valley and Jonah Ray. And it was... Uh, and it's like you would see... It's where I would do a lot of stand-up, and you'd see people like Bill Burr or Louis C.K. or John Mulaney, and then just also these great up-and-comers. And it's just everybody's really relaxed and just having great sets. And, then, and I'd be like, that's what PWG is for wrestling. And you see all these people right. who are great all over the world, and they come here, and they're in front of a crowd that really wants to see them and they feel relaxed, and they want to show out, and they want to do better than everybody else on the card. And right on. It's like, I mean, that's what I love about PWG. It's who, awesome. who's, who, who sticks out in your mind right now that's going to be the next big star that, that's currently, you know, working at PWG and the other, you know, well, top indies? Uh, my favorite, I have a few favorites. Um, I mean, I'm a big Dalton Castle guy. I think his gimmick Amazing. is awesome, and he's really great. I don't know if it's like a WWE thing. I think they would, you know, turn it more into like a Party Peacock thing. Uh, <laughs> but like, as far as like guys who I see, and I'm like, man, they're just great all around. Um, I really like Trevor Lee. Okay. I think he's really great. He does some great things in TNA. I like how he kind of was like, I'm the savior of TNA, and like I love TNA. I love that as a gimmick. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I'm a big fan of Zack Sabre Jr., um, and I'm really excited that, that Roderick Strong got um, me too. went to NXT because I'm a big fan of him, and he's always been very nice to me. He's a good, cool guy, uh, so I'm really hoping that he does well over there. One Would you my- like to see uh, more women in PWG? I would love that. I mean, I'm never. I like to see more women everywhere I go. So <laughs> that's not a that's a weird question. But I, I mean, I like to just see more. Like I like to see Candice more, and I like to see Candice fight other other female opponents and not always fighting dudes. Uh, I mean, personally, I just love to see Candice in NXT. I think she would be great there. Agreed. I would love to see Taya. Do you watch Lucha Underground? Mm-hmm. I would love to see Taya in PWG. Yeah, Taya's like a tough. Her yeah. and Mundo as a tag team in PWG would be. Well, she was there at awesome. Bola. She was there. She didn't get to wrestle. Like I he she, didn't she wrestle? No, I she, thought she did. No, she just hung out. Okay. But uh, seeing him 
do like PWG style. Like night one Ebola, he did like, oh, I'm going to hold it back. I'm not going to do all my cool stuff. And then night three, he just let it all go. And everyone was like, please come back. Like <laughs> everyone's like, holy crap, like Mundo can go. That's what I love seeing. Like people that you see on TV that are kind of handcuffed mm-hmm. when they get to do shows like PWG and they just let it all out because like the fans want to see it. And they know like they're not going to come back through the curtain and get yelled at for doing so many moves or yeah. doing too many flips. Or they're going to get, that was awesome. Do that more next time. Or yeah. like, that was great. Fans loved it. Can't wait to have you back type. So My top draft pick right now is Matt Riddle. Ooh. Oh, I love I would him. say Will Ospreay. Yeah. yeah, I love him. I love Will too. Although Will's so smirky, like I kind of mm. want him to be because he's a face. Like I, I would love to see Will as a hill because he's kind of got this little puckish attitude anyway. Where I feel like, man, he could do some great hill work. Um, but yeah, I like I like my real too. I haven't seen enough of his work, but the yeah. things I've seen him, I mean, like he's got a great look and, and he's, he's got a great background. He's still so. But of course, you like know. him. Of course, I, do. <laughs> well, I mean, for one thing, I like I trained with him a bit, like you know, er, earlier when he first started, and uh, he's only been working two years, man. Two well, years, yeah, and yeah. he's already doing that that well. Yeah, I mean, he just has such. He's, Amazing aptitude for for this, and and to be like to be like we were talking about earlier. Usually the toughest guy on on the roster is the one having the shittiest matches. Yeah, yeah, but different with this guy. Yeah, you know, I mean, because he's also that badass yeah. that will that will yeah. fuck you up. But he gets the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. man, because he loved wrestling before he loved fighting. I mean, to me, it makes a better idea where you're like, oh, okay, I don't have to, like, try to kill this other guy. Yeah. I can just, we can go out there and put on a good show. And I mean, because that's how it came up, right? That's the history that we talk about was going from shoot fights and then realizing, like, oh, man, I can't, if I get hurt and I'm out for months, I can't feed my family. Yeah. So how about we just tell them this is real? Uh, <laughs> so to me, in UFC, they're just going back to the past. <laughs> It'll end, UFC will end up being a work one day. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times, who knows, right? Right. How it is anyway. Anyway, and plus they steal a lot of their promo style and stuff from WWE anyway. Of course they do. The whole business model, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Much. But then those UFC fans are quick to hate wrestling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that it's is like, true. Well, you got, you're watching wrestling. <laughs> 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 We've loved hearing your thoughts on wrestling and everything else today, Ron. Thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. You're I'm very so welcome. happy you came, man. Yeah, it's, it's good, good to, to see you. you. And we'll have to get together for another Monday Night Raw session. Absolutely, please. You're welcome. <laughs> I'll in my have to home. take an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want you to be able to get home safely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, tell everybody out there where they follow you online sure, and all that good stuff. Sure, um, I'm on Twitter at, at Ron Funches. I'm on Instagram at, at Ron Funch. Uh, I have my website, which is ronfunches.com, where you can go see my tour dates and also buy some of my T-shirts. I have a fun shirt that says "Get High, Watch Wrestling." That, that seems one. appropriate for right now. I love that shirt. I just made it because I wanted to wear it. But now you can buy it too. I have a, sh- uh, a shop on Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Tees. Tees. Which is a dream come true. (laughs) I'm pretty much a wrestler, but I don't take bumps. (laughs) Forget about recording with Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I got a pro wrestling tee shop. 
I forgot to bring up that you were former DDT Pro uh, Heavyweight Champ. What is it? The uh, Iron DDT, Man yeah. Champion. Iron Man Heavy Metal yeah. Weight Champion one time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm coming up. I'm coming after other titles. See what I can get. That's uh, just one more thing you and I have in common. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, what about you, Christy? You got to get you a title ring. I, I'm a backstage interviewer. <laughs> I'm not even trying. When I get in there, I get out of the ring as quick as I can because that usually means the action's starting to go down and I'm oh, in danger. <laughs> I like your style. She got like a golden mic to be like the champion of reporting. I love that. I love that. I actually, I do for the WC out of Portland. Mm -hmm. I know you lived in Portland for Mm -hmm. a while, being an indie wrestling fan. Are you, you know about WC? Yes. Oh, I love that. Yay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we are really going to let you go home now to your son. (laughs) And we will be right back with a little bit more X-Pac 12360. Hey guys, Maria Menounos here. We want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. Hey, wrestling fans, if you want to see Sean X-Pac Waltman in your area, be sure to make it out to the following upcoming shows. October 28th through the 30th in Dublin, Ireland for AWR. On Saturday, November 5th in LaSalle, Illinois, Sean will be making an appearance at Dreamwave Wrestling. If you have a promotion and want to book Sean Waltman on your wrestling show, send all serious appearance inquiries to showbiz at AOL.com. Back to you in the studio. Welcome back to X-Pac 12360 on AfterBuzz TV. I just gotta say, Sean, you have like the coolest friends. Oh, I know. Right? <laughs> that was so Tell much fun. Tell me something fun. I didn't know. <laughs> I have the best friends in the entire world. I have some of the coolest friends ever. I mean, obviously, right? So. You're a cool dude. Oh, come you just, on. I, we don't have to say that. You just attract my friends. good vibes. Well, like, okay, what can I say? You know. No, seriously, though. Ron Funches is... I mean, he's extremely funny. He's one of my favorite comedians, not just because he's a friend of mine either. And obviously, you see, he's just about the sweetest fucking guy in the face of the earth, right? There's not a malicious bone in that guy's body (laughs) at all. If you guys weren't already a fan of Ron, which I'm sure you were, you have to check out his stand-up. There's For tons sure. of it online. He does great bits about wrestling. It was like the highlight of my research last night. And his <laughs> his appearances on At Midnight are classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just fucking classic. He's especially. really funny. Just like being around him, he's funny. Sure. He just makes you laugh. Like oh, his yeah. energy and his vibe. It's just cool stuff. He's so gentle. You know? Yeah. Such a gentle fucking soul. And like I said, you know, he's he's a great father. And I mean, just being a, a single father in general or a single parent. Sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, make it a gender thing. A single parent is a motherfucker. And, um, you know, on top of that, like, you know, his son has autism, so it just it adds adds to it. But, man, he fucking he handles it all so yeah. well. Someone who could easily be like, oh, well, my life is, oh, my show just got canceled, and, oh, I have to take care of it. He's oh. not at all. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a great son. Yeah, he loves it, and I got this going on, and I'm doing this, and like he's just so happy and, and just smiling all the time. It was great. And he asked to come on here. Like I didn't, we didn't have to go, cert, you know, hunt, hunting him. That he came right. to me. Like he's like, hey man, can I be on your podcast? I'm like, 
Fuck yeah. Hey, makes my job easier. <laughs> yeah. We didn't so. get to ask him. I would have loved to ask him what his interview was to be the Statue of Liberty for like the tax people. Like that yeah, he was that Lady corner. Liberty uh, thing on was, the street right? corner. Yeah. Yeah. Before, yeah, that was like one of his jobs before he did comedy. And he said it really made him humble. And he was just like, well, if I could dance on the street corner dressed as the Statue of Liberty, I could go up in front of people and tell jokes. So I wonder like what that interview was like. Okay, sir, put this on. Okay, dance. Okay, con- cars are honking now. <laughs> What do you yeah. do? Or like, you know, get excited. Taxes are coming. Like, oh, I just, and then just seeing him in that outfit would have been hilarious. <laughs> and and uh, so cool that he's such a, uh, such a great friend, uh, great friend to the wrestling industry. Yeah. We yeah. will definitely have him back again to break it all down with us. And we, of course, will have Jesse Ventura, former Minnesota governor and author of the Marijuana Manifesto on the show next week. We can't wait to chat with him. Oh, yeah. And you guys can keep up with us in the meantime on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash xpoc12360. We do have the links there for all the donation pages that we've talked about and some fun stuff, surprises for you. So please check it out. We are on Instagram at xpoc 12 360 and you guys can always follow me please hit me up on twitter instagram and snapchat at christy reports i love to hear from you and you know um i've got the scoop on all the juicy stuff that's going on so hit me up and sean where they where can they follow you at and yeah she does have the scoop on everything trust <laughs> I me try. i try so yeah you can hit me up or follow me however you want to put it at the real xpoc on twitter and my instagram is just real xpoc Okay, that's you. I got to start tagging you. That's me. Yeah, all right. Jimbo? Follow me on Twitter at Jimbo in the Booth. Send us your fan questions with the hashtag Xbox12360. Yes, for Jesse Ventura. And we will see you next week for that. Yeah? That's right. All right, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time on Xbox12360. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek, Kevin Undergaro, show producer Jimbo Frank, managing editor of AfterBuzz Wrestling, Christy Olsen, and managing producer of AfterBuzz Wrestling, Mark Bidonica, and the entire Xbox 12360 staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. Feel free to like us on Facebook, rate and comment on iTunes and YouTube, follow Xbox on Twitter at TheRealXpoc, and email us at xpoc12360show at gmail.com. This has been a presentation of the AfterBuzz TV network. Buzz you later!